This week brings us more planetary plot twist, cosmic chaos and confusion, and just overall unease and maybe a little ache, but we are gonna get through it together, my baddies. Welcome to Cosmic Rx Radio, a podcast that gives you real-life tools of spiritual empowerment and pure hype. I'm your host and intuitive guide, Maddie Murphy. I'll be serving up your weekly energy readings, cosmic boss interviews, and astro inspiration. Are you ready to love yourself more, manifest your dream life, and own your magic? Let's jump in. Hello, come into my arm, into my bosom. I am Maddie Murphy, your cosmic consultant, your high vibe hype woman, and basically just someone else, another muggle, just holding on for dear life on this wild ride of being a human. Ah, deep breaths. All right, how are we doing? Obviously, last week, y'all heard me. Emotions were getting a little eclipsy. Everybody in the club getting eclipsy. Okay, I was feeling it. I'm still feeling it. I just took a lot of time for grounding and rest and processing and just like being, I've been so gentle with myself. My calendar is usually packed to the gills and I've just been like, okay, through eclipse season, I'm just going to try to do less and take things off my plate and it's hard, but it pays off. So I recommend anyone listening here really, you know, through November 8th, I want you to really just be chilling out, staying hydrated, grounding down, minding your business, voting. That is it. And then, of course, we have Mars retrograde, which lasts through the middle of January. So we're just getting the cosmic prescription from the universe is like double dose of just like do less, bitch. You know, we talked about it last week. So I'm very curious. A few of you have slid my DMs with eclipse stories. And we're on, we're coming up to the lunar eclipse, which is a full moon on steroids on November 8th. So I'm going to talk about in this episode, what to expect, how to work with it, and just your best self-care prescriptions so we can not lose our shit, right? Not lose our shit and also embrace the shift. Okay. That was my attempt at wordplay. That's all I got for you. We also have to announce our baddie bundle winner. We have to talk about if astrology isn't real. We have to talk about the moon, of course. But before I do all of that, I just wanted to offer such a big, mm, cancer rising, heartfelt, hug you, squeeze you, thank you to all of my Kripalo crew people who showed up. If you missed out on the Kripalo retreat, don't worry. Audrey and I are like, it's time to take the show on the road. We had so much freaking fun and it was so healing and so nourishing to be with people in a space physically and to connect and to have community and all this work that we do to really anchor it in. And I, I really am a big believer of just like in person the groups that come together are divinely designed and also that there is like a transformation just by transmission of being together. Like it is about learning things, of course, but it's just about mm, something shifts and you activates. And it is, it's just so humbling to me 
and awe-inspiring and makes me feel hopeful for the future that this group of almost 30 people took time out of their busy lives to come and gather and just want in the spirit of wanting to learn more about themselves and how they can show up in the world with more heart-centered authenticity, right? Brilliance, carving out their own path, sharing their gifts with the world, even though those gifts might not have felt valued in the world. We talked a lot about sensitivity as a superpower. We talked about trusting, just how to trust yourself. We talked about really how your purpose is. Sometimes your job is included, but it's so much bigger than that, right? It's what your soul is here to do and, and how your soul is here to do it. And it was so fun to watch people be really open-minded and hearted. Some of you who listened to the podcast came, shout out to my babies. It's so fun. And then some people just kind of stumbled in because they saw it in the Kripalu programming and just big thank you to Kripalu for allowing me to be there. It was kind of surreal. I guess like, you know, go with my mom's catalogs of Kripalu and circle like all the things I'd want to learn about one day. And I know, you know, people like Deepak Chopra have taught there. So I was like, me? I was like, like looking over my shoulder, like, you, you're talking to me? You want me to teach here? But shout out to my friend, Priestess Iset, who's come on the podcast, who's doing some really great things to Kripalu, revolutionizing the, the programming, inviting in new thoughts and new thought leadership. And it was just a really fun weekend there, a really diverse group of people. And yeah, everyone who showed up, I appreciated them because some people were like, I don't even know why I'm here. I don't even know anything about astrology. And the first night, we're like having to pull up birth charts. And obviously, that's always like the scariest part of like astrology. It's like, what are all these lines and symbols and like math isn't math is involved. And I was wearing sequin pants. And like, it was a whole thing. And then my sequin pants, the latch on them broke for a second and my pants were falling down. And it was just beautiful and messy and brilliant. And I really want to shout out. So shout out, we did have one Cosmic Baddie listener here sent their dad and shout out to Corey and his daughter. It was so cool to have a Cosmic Baddie. I can't want to say Cosmic Baddie Daddy, but that sounds dirty. So just Cosmic Baddie Dad in the house was really healing and exciting to be like, oh, wow, there's a dad all up in his sacred masculine who just honors, you know, his daughter's interests and Corey listens to the pod. So shout out to our Scorpio King, if you're listening to this. But it was so cool to think about like, oh, like, look at this future we're living in where dads are listening to daughter. What are you interested in? I want to learn about it too. Ooh, okay, astrology. I'm taking this. I'm integrating it into my life. More of that and more of I could not have been happier. There was absolutely no niche or demographic to this group. We were from all different walks of life. I think we had like 21 as our youngest and I think up until like mid 70s, uh, everyone, you know, so it was so cool. It was such a celebration. And I am so excited to bring that show on the road, truly. Um, so again, if you are in a city and you especially have like a place or a venue or a retreat center or somewhere that we could host, let us know. I think Audrey and I really want 2023 to start integrating. Um, we've been doing so much stuff in the digital realm, which has been so cool. But we're also excited to begin to do the IRL hangs and really intentional groups and doing some really life-changing work. So that's that. I just wanted to thank my Kripalu crew. It was so special. Okay, so moving on. 
how are we doing? What What is going on? I wish sometimes like I could have a little chat function and see all of you in here. Like, how are we going? How are we living? If you're feeling like some of the stuff in the podcast is really interesting to you, but you want to go deeper, in case I don't talk about it enough, because sometimes I'm a really bad promoter of things, come join our community. CosmicRx.com. My business partner literally built us our own cosmic clubhouse secret spiritual society for the mystical misfits and witchy weirdos to hang out where we don't have to be on like Zuckerberg's digital real estate. <laughs> and essentially there's a free option, just like any social media platform, make an account, connect, ask questions, like vibe with each other, especially if you are looking for more of that. Again, the internet, we can read so much about astrology, spirituality, energy, witchcraft, like working with ghosts, pendulums, crystals, aliens. And then it's like, there comes a point where like, I need to talk this out with someone. (laughs) So come on over, come on over, baby. And then of course, if you want to upgrade, we have a premium subscription. I know everyone and their mother has a subscription service nowadays, but unlike so many subscriptions, I do think this actually will serve you because we have a moon guide I write out that's usually like a 50 to 70 page gorgeous magazine that has all of the astrology info for the month, horoscopes, moon rituals, tarot card spreads, and then you also get two live calls. So I'm saying this now because this weekend, one of my favorite humans who's been in our community for a very long time, Jenny, uh, your weird aunt Jenny, on uh, different social platforms, or Jenny SRP for Sparkle Rainbow Pony, Cosmic Baddie, who's based in the UK, is going to be leading a really cool lunar eclipse community call. What's going to be about short storytelling, connecting. She is a true beacon of wisdom and light. And I just know people in our community have benefited so much from learning from her and hearing her insight on things. So if you're just looking for a space to gather, come join us. It's this weekend, it's Sunday, and you know, just sign up for that. And then you get access to all this other stuff. And then we'll be doing a new moon call for the new moon Sag. I'll be leading that. And then we'll be out of the eclipse portal. We can like celebrate Sagittarius style. Okay. Okay. Just letting you know, like this podcast is so great to connect with. And if you want to take it even one step further, come hang, baby. So... Speaking of that, someone, one of you is about to win three free months of that baddie bundle energy. And this is three free months to our cosmic community, but also to our premium texting, which is like a separate subscription just because we can't integrate them yet. So let's see who the winner is of this week. Okay, this review is from Spotify. So if you leave a review on Spotify, just you can't leave a um a written out part, so we can't have your Instagram handle. So you just send us a screenshot and DM it to us at the Cosmic RX. And so this is from Melinda Mel Michelle underscore on Instagram. And she wrote a little additional blurb. It says, as someone who has tried to listen to many other podcasts, the Cosmic RX was the only one I ever stuck with. Yay. And my goodness, I am so grateful. What you teach and the wisdom you give has absolutely changed my life forever. I will never be who I once was. And that's okay because I know I have grown and matured from my past self. And with this podcast, I know I'll evolve with elegance, living from thine heart. Long story short, thank you for all that you have done, all that you do and all that you will do. 
I mean, Melinda, Gorgina review. And it just feels very Eclipse. We, again, just put this in a random you know, generator uh, album and just like kind of pick one. And that one, I believe it's from the summer, but it feels so on point for right now. Like that Eclipse energy, like that's something I think we're all feeling into. I was talking to my cousin, Kirsten, I'm like, I gotta get on the podcast. I gotta get her on here. You're gonna freaking just eat her up. But it's like, we're all kind of being confronted with this feeling of like, we can't go home again. I mean, we always have home within ourselves, but there's just such a big shift, right? It started in 2020. We're integrating a lot of it. And then I think 2024 is going to bring us on the other side of it. And we're just moving into a whole new way of being. And with that, there's so much grief, but there's also so much ecstasy and hope and newness. And it just really, it's a complex time to be a human. But So I love the way Melinda said that really beautiful with just like, I'll never be who I once was. And that's okay. I've grown and matured from my past self. I love that. Evolve with elegance, living from the heart. Yes, Taurus. Eclipse energy coming through. Okay, so let's talk about if astrology isn't real. I have so many things to say. I'm just going to like rattle some things off because so much of the last week in the news was so weirdly astrologically literal. It was like almost uncomfortable. Okay, so one of the first things that I want to talk about, and I'm going to get the heavy stuff out of the way first. So Mars in Gemini, Mars is war fighting, god of war. I also want to point out Mars is a warrior, but you know what? Mars like rules surgery. So I also want to point out Mars is also the healer, but it's like the healer that has to come from confrontation, cutting things open, kind of get to the heart of things. But so Mars and Gemini, you know, war, Gemini, our connection to others, being split on two sides of things, our words, information, misinformation. To me, Gemini really rules social media now because it's not really super Aquarian anymore. It's really become our, our local neighborhood, right? It's our way of connecting. It's our, it's our newspapers, it's our media. So Gemini really connects to social media. So we've just talked about with Mars retrograde, just, oh, mind the doom scrolling, don't engage the trolls, like, you know, stand up for what you believe in, but it's going to be dicey out there. And we saw that immediately when Mars went retrograde, the Elon Musk sale of Twitter, I guess like he took over. You know, Mars went retrograde the 30th, um, and I think it was on like the 28th. We see the first few hours of, to quote a Vice article, Musk's stewardship of Twitter has been dominated by users relishing their ability to use profane slurs and racial epithets. So, yeah, they hate speech. What the fuck? It's very Mars and Gemini retrograde that just like, okay, okay, free speech, free speech. Okay, well, some speech, just like everyone has free will and free actions, we still have to have laws and things that govern us so we can live in a semblance of a safe and secure society. And, you know, accounts were tweeting out just the most god-awful freaking dump yard of toxic vitriol, everything. And I, first of all, want to say that I absolutely condemn this. This speech is so, it's so fucked up. And it just made me so angry. But I was like, okay, this is part of Mars and Gemini, retrograde. I'm just going to move through this. But yeah, racist, anti-Semitic, homophobic, everything. I'm like, people are, what the fuck is wrong with people? That felt very literal, astrology. Also with that, I just also want to say that to the whole Jewish community, to our Jewish baddies, the Jewish people who don't even know about this podcast, I just stand with you. I love you. We have to stand up for our 
Jewish community. What happened with Kanye West? And we're going to talk about that with the astrology. It's like not just about Kanye, but someone like Kanye and Elon Musk, they give permission to these people who are just waiting, waiting to spew their hate. And they see someone, they're like, okay, cool, game on, let's go. And that's why it's so incredibly dangerous and problematic. And I just saw some really disturbing anti-Semitic things happening in LA, in New York City over this past week, two cities that you think would be liberal and accepting. And it really disturbed me. So I wanted to say, again, if we are not in those communities, it is actually more of our job to stand up and speak out against this hate, these words, let people know it's not okay. Like I got really emotional watching a video at Finelli Cafe. I posted it on my TikTok. I used to live like right down the street from there. And yeah, someone came in in like a, a Nazi costume for Halloween. And why I do love fucking New Yorkers is everyone just started booing him saying, get the fuck out. What the fuck? Like, get what the fuck, man? And that is how we have to be. It can't just be like timidly looking around like, Ooh, oh my God, whispering, mm, taking a little secret video, post on TikTok. No, if you are safe and able to, you need to call that shit out. So shout out to my New Yorkers in Nolita who just shut that shit down immediately. But again, this is a time, Mars and Gemini, we do have to kind of like, again, we, we do have to kind of stand up for what we believe in and fight. And with Mars retrograde, things might feel really chaotic. We may feel really frustrated. We feel really irritated. Things are happening all around us that are just like imploding us and dividing us. That's Gemini, the two sides. So again, I invite you to protect your energy, but also like know when it is a time to speak up and use your voice and be like, this is not okay. Okay. Because oof, it's weird times out there. If astrology isn't real moment that was hitting me hard was everything with Miss Taylor Swift. Okay. I could do a whole episode about her birth chart and how fascinating it is to me. Or I could talk about how she must have an astrologer because she has actually released several of her albums on or around eclipses. And as someone with a cancer moon, we know that eclipses are always going to affect her and be big times for her because the moon, if you're a cancer placement or Leo placement, by the way, every solar lunar eclipse, you're going to feel it. So yeah, so she released Midnight's right on the Venus Kazemi. So I'm like, okay, Venus star point energy, feeling like an amplification for her blessing everything she was doing, everything that she released with this album. And then also like, I was thinking about her, just her chart in general, her like, what's happening in her chart. And I was just kind of curious about it. And then, you know, it's like new Libra energy. And then I also see that she released this album also on Kim Kardashian's birthday, Libra energy. I'm like, okay, that's kind of funny. Okay, cool. And then I don't know, this is when I'm like, do you have an advisor, a spiritual advisor? Because this is all so crazy the way it played out. But she releases this album on Kim Kardashian's birthday, Venus Kazemi. And one of obviously the big runaway songs, I mean, the whole album is a banger, obviously, just what look, go to TikTok if you don't believe me. But obviously, a big runaway hit is the song Karma. So catchy. Uh, Karma is a cat purring in my lap. And so karma, we know the concept of karma here, right, besties? And then like Taylor Swift literally has now 
past Kanye West in terms of net worth. A few days after the album is released, everything, the kerfuffle that Kanye created himself, Gemini, where if he had an astrologer, would have said, sit your ass down till middle of January. Don't say nothing, speak nothing, tweet nothing. Don't do anything, Kanye. But he's not listening. And then obviously, because of his hate speech and actions, he got pulled from a lot of his big brand deals and obviously the biggest one being Adidas. So shout out to Adidas and all the other brands, Skechers, et cetera, for putting the money where the mouth is with Kanye. But I was like, karma is a cat purring in my lap. Like, Taylor, you really just did that. You really just released another album on the Venus Kazemi right before the eclipse. And I think actually the Midnight's video dropped on the night of the solar eclipse in Scorpio. And oh, we don't have Taylor's birth time. So she's either, either a cap rising or Scorpio rising. People, I think on the internet have done some guessing, but she does have her Black Moon Lilith in Scorpio. She does have her Pluto in Scorpio. And so this like new beginning, this like new karma, again, like clearing out Scorpio's on the south note of karma right now. And I was like, that was just so literal and beautifully executed. And I don't know, even if she just guessed it and was winging it, shout out to your intuition and just shout out to karma. Um, and I'm not saying Taylor Swift's like a perfect person at all, but I just think that 13 years later, which is a beautiful cycle in astrology also, I really should do the chart of like when all that happened with, you know, I made that be famous, but I did see an article that it was 13 years later, which would be like kind of like a Jupiter cycle, maybe. And yeah, like Kanye fully self-destructing. And maybe we should have listened to the people in the back in the day who were like, hey, kind of bad news here. So anyway, you know, and again, I honor Kanye's mental health journey, but enough is enough when, when you start, you know, really empowering uh, bigots, that's when you lose me. So shout out to Taylor Swift and that whole delicious, I don't even know, again, astrology beyond even astrology, just if like spirit and divine timing isn't real, then why? Oh, also last thing, Mars retrograde, Gemini, also uh, the whole Instagram glitch outage thing. I just pop that in there. That was very, again, literal I also really want us all to think about if you have a job that only hinges upon Instagram, I've been saying it for years, and I think now we're starting to probably feel it, but Instagram is astrology of Instagram. It just doesn't look good. I'm not saying it's going to disappear completely, but it's just not going to be as relevant over the next few years. So I would love for all of my baddies to be proactive and ahead and start thinking about how do I connect with my people, my community, my clients, my customers off of Instagram. It's fine to use it as a tool, but I don't want people building their whole entire livelihood off of an app that is, first of all, erratic and I don't know what, but also just that like, I just don't think it's going to be super relevant in the very short term future. So <sighs> that's on that. Let's talk about the moon, shall we? Shall we give it up? Also, someone that everyone should also go find and follow on Instagram, Juliana Luna, beautiful soul who works with the moon wisdom. And she was at the retreat this weekend and she kept saying just like, befriend the moon, befriend the moon, it will pay off. And I was like, I could not agree more. So let's talk about the moon and let's talk about befriending her. So November 4th, the day this podcast comes out, we are in a 
moon in Pisces day until about 7 p.m. Eastern time. So kind of funny at uh, during the quote unquote work day where Pisces moon energy with a Scorpio sun and listen, Neptune is also squaring Mars right now. So there's just confusion everywhere. Everyone's confused. Everyone doesn't know how to feel. If, if you're feeling like, I don't know what to work on, what to do right now, you're not alone. Okay, babe, that Friday, mm, again, just inward, inward, inward. How do we reflect? How do we just try and do as little as we can to the outside world? And again, maybe spend time reflecting inward, doing behind the scenes work, just if you can, dreamy, intuitive work, great right now, divination work, amazing, get the cards out. And then as we go into the evening, Friday, the fourth into the fifth and all day through the sixth, we have an Aries moon weekend. So Aries moon weekend, yay. And Scorpio is ruled by traditionally Mars and also, I believe, co-ruled by Pluto in the more modern astrology. So there's a lot of Mars energy this weekend, but Mars is retrograde. So I'm going to need us all to think about how can we do something that makes us feel like we take our power back this weekend, but without really relying on external validation or kind of other people even for that. Scorpio, Aries is like, we're on a mission, babe, this weekend. So if you have something that you've been trying to do, especially internally at home, a decluttering project, getting something like squared away, this energy feels a great time to focus on that. Look at where you have Mars in your chart. Look at where you have Gemini in your chart. Look at where you have Scorpio, Taurus in your chart. <laughs> Look at where you have even Aries in your chart. That's five placements that could give you something to work with and figure out like, okay, how can I use that to go inward on that part of my chart this weekend and just clear out some clutter, right? Also the South Node in Scorpio is releasing right now. So how can I release in a very physical way or very like literal way? I think that's just going to feel good. I just, I think you're going to like the way you feel. We're going to look out for all the things, all the shadow shit this weekend because Scorpio sun, Aries moon, leaning up to a super volatile and emotionally unstable lunar eclipse. I want us all, listen to me, baddies, listen, stop what you're doing. I need you to keep your head on a swivel and protect your energy. Okay. As we go through the weekend, as we go through Monday, Tuesday, if you do not have to be in a big crowded place, again, minus to vote, I want you to kind of avoid that. People are just going to feel uh, unhinged, unstable. And the best thing we can do in those moments is just not put ourselves in places where we're in large crowds of unstable people. I don't say this to scare you. I just want to prepare you. I just want to think, again, if you have to go in public, you're like, damn it, Maddie, I'm working at some big conference or event or concert. Fine. But just keep your head on a swivel. Pay attention when people start ooh, acting a little tweaked out or, or doing something. Okay. This is a good time for me to mm, mm, avoid, leave, protect myself. Okay. We're good. We got that. Great. So all the shadow shit looking for yourself of like, where are your frustrations coming up? Where are you feeling triggered? Where are you feeling annoyed, pissed off? Notice how that may be guiding you, maybe teaching you something, showing you something where enough is enough. You're ready for a change or you're ready for a new way of processing this type of emotion. Okay. We're just listening. We're learning. We're laughing. We're loving. And then as we go into, of course, Monday, we start the Taurus moon energy and we have the eclipse is on the 8th, exactly at 6.01 a.m. Eastern time. And we'll be in that Taurus moon energy through Wednesday morning. 
I'm going to talk more about this in the planetary planning, but again, emotions are high. This eclipse is exactly conjunct Uranus. Full moon lunar eclipses are always emotional and erratic, and then it's full, it's conjunct Uranus, which is the planet of upheaval, surprises, disruptions, okay? So I just, and again, and Taurus in a sign that doesn't really like any of that. So we're just going to really protect ourselves, our emotional self-care is to stay grounded. I want you to simplify as much as you can and really focus on self-care, simplify and self-care, okay? Like, how can I do less, say no to things, take things off my plate, and really drop into a deep honoring of self. And yeah, we're going to talk more about that in a second. And then, of course, we move into Wednesday afternoon, Gemini moon, Thursday, Gemini moon day. And, you know, we obviously have those days the moon will be conjunct Mars retrograde. So just seeing where you might want to process or talk out your emotions in a calm way, in a, in a supportive way, take it to the journal. We're all just feeling a lot right now, coming off an eclipse, Mars retrograde, moon and Gemini. And I would love to just have everyone figure out, okay, who do I reach out to? Who do I talk to when things start feeling the swirly, emotional, like swirly feelings? Is that a therapist? Is that a friend? Is that again a journal entry? Is that a coach? Is that a counselor? And sort of have that on standby. And really focusing on like just trying to put, communicate, externally process some of our feelings that day. Again, right? Like talking it out, writing it out. And yeah, the more we do that too, the more we liberate ourselves, the more we untangle, right? Has anyone ever felt that? Like you feel like a problem is so insurmountable and then you talk it out with someone or, or journal and you're like, okay, okay, I can actually breathe. I can see the light through this tangled mess. So I'm going to encourage all of us to do that. Wednesday, Thursday, and we're just going to look out for, again, the lashing out of like what's behind the frustration, irritation, anger. Can we go one level deeper into that? And if it feels confusing, it's okay. How can you just honor yourself and your emotions? You don't have to understand all of like the logical parts of it, but just, again, we're taking accountability for our energy and our emotions. Good times. Are we feeling good yet? You're like, oh my God, Maddie, what is this week? Listen, I'm not going to sugarcoat it for you. I tell you when the times are like, ooh, amazing. Yeah. But then I'm also like, ooh, this is a weird time. So obviously the big, big, big message for right now is pulling back, is doing less. And let's talk about the lunar eclipse in Taurus and really what we can expect from it. All right. Okay. So just to add to the drama, not only is this a lunar eclipse, but according to the Farmer's Almanac, it's also a full blood moon, total lunar eclipse. Yay. It's in 16 degrees of Taurus, and the themes that are going to be coming up are going to be around money, personal finances, resources, food, values, or material possessions, security, stability, beauty, pleasure, importance of rest, leaving our comfort zone to go out on some kind of new path. And just concepts of worthiness coming up for sure. Um, and just before I get into this specific lunar eclipse, just a little reminder on what a lunar eclipse is. A lunar eclipse always happens on a full moon. It's when the earth stands between the moon and the sun. And it's like, it cuts off the light of the sun from the moon. Essentially, the moon disappears. We're in like a strobe light effect. Uh, so it's sort of an erratic, unsettled energy. A lot of cultures think it has kind of a malefic energy. They really 
are aware of lunar eclipses and how intense they are. And again, I just say this not to scare you, but I, I talk a lot in the moon guide and on TikTok and certain things about not manifesting during an eclipse. An eclipse is like a tsunami and you going out on a little surfboard during the tsunami, mother nature and the universe is like, what are you doing? Like, what the fuck? What do you think is going to happen? Like, of course, it's going to feel stressful and you're going to get smashed around by the waves. Sit this one out. Eclipses are times where things, you know, the universe kind of goes into a, a chaotic spin to speed up certain timelines, to clear things, to eclipse things in and out of your life rapidly. And if we try and control too much in that, or we try and work and harness that energy, it can just feel really destabilizing for ourselves. It's too much. So full permission, sweats, couch, takeout, Netflix, Hulu, wherever, Paramount TV, whatever you watch. Okay. So they do usually come with breakthroughs, lunar eclipses, or a little breakdown sometimes, transitions, major releases. And again, a lunar eclipse being a full moon eclipse is more emotional than a solar eclipse. And then if they can just kick up energy, it's been building for a really long time. And of course, an eclipse happens when the lunar eclipse happens when the moon is close to one of the nodes. So in this case, it is really close to the south node. And if we need a reminder, the north node and south node are in and have been since January 2022. The north node is in Taurus. The south node is in Scorpio as a collective. This is our collective like karmic lesson right now, our destiny path. In Vedic astrology, it's the dragon and the north node is the head of the dragon that's Taurus. It's where we're going. It's what we're consuming. It's where we're like, we're, we're being led in that direction. And then all the way down the body of the dragon, down to the tail of the dragon is the south node. It's what's being defecated out, if you will, um, what we're releasing, what we're processing through. And a lot is happening because Scorpio in of itself is about release and old karma and letting things go. So we're kind of like getting a real double, double down energy on that. And the south node is near the sun and the north node is near the moon and also conjunct Uranus. So it's just a lot of energy. You can look back. The first eclipse of this happened in November 2021. November 19th was the first Taurus full moon eclipse. Then we had in April, April 30th was a new moon Taurus solar eclipse. You can see there might be something building off of that or being released from something around there. Or maybe you saw a new path, a new vision, and this lunar eclipse may be clearing something from your life that is blocking you or showing you how to get there on that path that you kind of saw in end of April. Eclipses are portals. They're agents of change. November 8th is this lunar eclipse. And as we've talked about a lot here, it's also the date of the U.S. midterms. Eclipses reveal, they also conceal. Ugh, you know, just leading up to the midterms, I'm sure there's going to be big reveals, things coming out, Mars retrograde, Gemini, all kinds of things on the socials, all kinds of ugh, just the things, the voter suppression scandals. I'm going to ask you to please show up and vote. I mean, I don't want to say I don't care which way you vote because I kind of do, but truly voting is a sacred act. I don't care. I don't, that doesn't make a difference. No, it does. I will be getting on the road next week and driving to vote in person in the middle of an eclipse, which I'm like, wow, I really want to be on my couch with my dog. But it's 
a sacred act. If you don't use it, you lose it. And it just helps you feel empowered and a part of this democratic experiment we're in. But again, I don't want you to think about it even on the political social lens. I want you to think about it from a spiritual perspective. Just like we do our full moon work, just like we do candle magic, just like we do healing rituals for ourselves, showing up in the sacred participation of voting is a ritual. It is a spell. And like as witches, we cast spells, but we also have to cast votes. So I want us to think about like really like showing up with that energy when we're going to vote of like, this is my way of sacredly participating and showing the universe which way I want our society to head. Okay. Also look like my sister Gurfi, who y'all love, asking Aries, really reminded me too, like about voting early. Look up in your neighborhood. You might be able to vote early. So if Tuesday's a crazy day for you, get ahead of it. So yeah, this eclipse, it's so significant for us because it lands so close to this erratic, rebellious planet of Uranus. This eclipse is going to be like the beginning of the end for something. We're on the cusp of a whole other revolution. And again, eclipses reveal shadows. They reveal things that are difficult. So I do want us to prepare. We might feel some tightness come up around love and money, right? Venus is in Scorpio, opposite. Venus likes to be in Taurus, <laughs> Libra, Venus, Venus is in Scorpio right now, across from the North Node and sitting with the South Node in Scorpio and the Sun and being like, hey, this is what's not working. This is what does not feel good for me anymore. And I'm going to make it real known, right? We're not just here for the lovey-dovey time. We're here for like the real truth of the matter. So if something comes up that again, feels triggering around finances, security, stability, money, or something feels triggering around relationships, love, intimacy, worthiness, again, security, but more in the heart sense, I want you to pay attention to it. And I just want you to trust what the eclipse is showing you. We don't have to make any immediate actions on it, but I want you to allow it to sit with you. And the North Node in Taurus is guiding us. Like that is what's really cool about the eclipse is it feels really intense and, and destabilizing. But ultimately the North Node in Taurus is trying to take us all somewhere by July of 2023 to a place that does feel more stable, more secure, more simple more in alignment with our values, whether that's our work or our relationships or both. So I just want to trust, like I want you to trust big Scorpio word, what's coming up. And I want you to really get clear on what you desire and what you deserve. And I want you to think about like the life you want to create, how you want to feel in your relationships, how you want to feel with your relationship to your finances and security. And I want you to say like, I deserve that. And I can create that. And I can be just grounded in that energy. Like I deserve that. I can create that. I deserve to be all of those things. And I can be grounded in this energy. And I just want you to trust. Trust where you're being led. Because yeah, this, this is going to be disruptive for us. I'm not going to lie. It's. I think we all know like everyone's talking about a recession, financial pinching back, cutting back. We have inflation. There's so much. And I think there's going to be things coming up the midterms. Things are going to make us feel unstable. I think there's going to be another resurgence of topics around food scarcity, supply chain. We might see things around reproductive issues and women's rights. And again, it might be on the global stage, you know, 
been seeing that, you know, especially with the women in Iran. But I'm just preparing us because it's going to be, again, emotionally instability, unstable times. I can't even put it into words. So how do we ground ourselves and how do we also trust the things that feel disruptive are showing us like, I want it. I don't want to live like that anymore. I don't want to have that old fear, that old story, this old karmic pattern. I'm fucking done with it. I've been here before with my bank account. I've been here before in this relationship and I'm just done. I'm done with this timeline. That's up for you to decide. Taurus gives us a lot of strength and almost like a bullish nature to stand our ground and to own that whatever visions we had, especially during the Scorpio eclipse on the 25th or way back to April 30th of this year, and we can bring them into physical form, okay? This eclipse is coming to change something, crack something open, okay? So we're just going to trust that. But I want you to think about like, how can I cultivate security within myself? And also, I do want to say that times of economic downturn and recession are usually also great moments of creation in our society. Society looks for innovators, for new paths. So I think that's also partly Again, so many of the old systems and structures are not working. And that's what like 2020 was about. It's what this year is about. It's what we're going to continue to be in that space, especially through 2024. So I just want you to kind of trust the thing that's maybe been building inside of you that the eclipse is really revealing. And then also just like really getting clear on what you're worth, how you want to move through life, what you value. And, you know, Scorpio is a lot about like debts. And I want you to like think of what we owe. And this eclipse might just show you something of like, I'm done paying that debt. I don't want to do that anymore. I don't want to, that's not worth it to me. This is not, you know, this job, this relationship, it's sacrificing too much of my peace, right? Like I said, my Leo dad says, if it costs me my peace, it's too damn expensive. And I just want you to think about that. And like, Uranus has been doing this work since 2018. So I just want to point that out. This is not a new thing. 2018, Uranus moved into Taurus and has been disrupting everything. Our money systems, how we look at real estate, how we look at our five senses, how we look at our health, how we look at money, currency, art, everything. So we're going to really uh, just kind of feel maybe an uptick, an activation, a speed up of something that's been, we've been seeing since 2018 also. Okay. So I want to remind you, like, also eclipses are miracle-making times. So if you're, like, have a spiritual practice or you don't, this is just a great time to tap into, like, okay, I'm open to receiving help from my higher self, from my spiritual team, from my guides, my ancestors, my angels. And I want you to do, like, things that help you feel like you're releasing. Like I talked about before, decluttering your house, taking salt baths, crying, sweating it out in a sauna, sitting on the earth and letting the earth take, like take this old energy from you. Let yourself ground, like create a grounding core deep into the earth, Taurus, and let yourself breathe back up what you need from the earth, the gifts of mama earth. Like how can you do that? How can you do a big salt scrub? How can you clean out your inbox or do something that's helping you feel like an active participant in this release? It's going to feel good. Okay. So this eclipse happens at 16 degrees Taurus. Uranus will be at 16 degrees of Taurus. We're also going to be having a freaking Mercury Kazemi on the day of the eclipse, which is when Mercury enters the heart of the sun. And so messages may be coming through 
but the fact that it's in Scorpio on a lunar eclipse, um, we might be getting messages from a different realm. Our ancestors trying to get our attention, our shadow selves showing us something, our unconscious, really helping us to like dig into maybe something we've been feeling, the pulsations, the vibrations of, but really like feeling that in a different way. And so I just want to point out Mercury in Scorpio can be a little suspicious. So we're just going to look out for like, of course, we want to investigate and we want to pull on threads and be discerning, but we don't want to go like looking for scandals or tea that don't exist. We don't have to be in that place of paranoia or jealousy. We're just going to like resist that temptation. But again, it's a great time on around the eclipse to also like foster intimacy, to connect deeper with yourself or someone else as Mercury's in Scorpio. So that Kazemi day, we're just going to pay attention to the ahas, illuminations. So if you want to go deeper, we have some journal prompts in the moon guide. And I really want you to think about even just like, I'll give you a sneak peek, but what are like three values that are non-negotiable to you in your life right now? And you can look up, Brene Brown has a great values worksheet with examples from her Dare to Lead book that's available for free online. But I want you to think about like really anchored in like, what are three values? What do I stand for? What's important to me? What helps me feel valued in life by connecting to these three things, right? Is it family? Is it freedom? Is it joy? Is it creativity? Is it ease? Is it integrity? Is it community? Find those words. Find those words. Let those words anchor you and be also like a barometer for making decisions and and tuning into things as they happen with this eclipse. So we're simplifying. We're listening to our body. We're going to try not like doom scroll too much. We're going to ground down. We're going to do active releasing rituals. We're going to drink lots of water, right? We're staying hydrated, hydrated like a motherfucker. That accent that just came out was, um, we are speaking our truth and we're just going to go with the flow and trust the process of this, right? Eclipse, sitting down, minding our business, keeping a low, low prof. So we got this baddies. We're in it together. We're not manifesting. We're not charging our crystals. We're just listening tuning in and i will see you on the other side then we have next week we have 11 11 we have some you know we're still in the marsh retrograde of it all but as we go into sagittarius season we will be feeling a new understanding of our vision of our optimism of our potential so let's just ride this out i always like to say like the deeper you go during scorpio season the higher you will fly in sagittarius season so ready hold my hand plug your nose we're jumping into the deep end, baby. We're just going there. So I am sending you so much love. Slide my DMs at I am Maddie Murphy. Let me know how this eclipse is treating you. I will be wrapping you in so much love, in so much stardust, just holding you in a prayer to just be open to whatever juicy abundance and more easy, free living this eclipse wants to bring to you and of course we're also very much claiming under the scorpio sun taurus moon that hot juicy sex and big fat checks for all my baddies for you and yours and until next time giving you big kisses big hugs Do you love getting your Cosmic RX for the week here and want more? Make sure to sign up for our premium subscription so you can get exclusive access to bonus podcast episodes, 
all of my astrology info for the month ahead and live new and full moon calls to help you manifest your dream life with an intentional international community of other cosmic baddies. Sign up through our link in show notes. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you want to know more about Cosmic Rx, head on over to thecosmicrx.com. And if you really love this show, I'd love it if you left a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. I super love hearing from you and reading your reviews. All right, you cosmic baddie, tune in next week. And until then, remember, love yourself fully, work your magic, and take no shit.